Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Across the country, NFL players are back touching grass, touching each other, and touching balls. It feels like football is back. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Ah, oh, it is hysteria. All morning sports center. It's almost like baseball doesn't exist anymore. It's all football. It's camera shots of guys in shorts and t-shirts running half speed, throwing lofted passes, not wearing helmets, sometimes flat out walking, press conferences, and man, it is satiating the need for the pigskin. Football, baby. Football on your TV screen, and it's going to be there all the way through February. It is Ken Levick Alive. On a Wednesday here on ESPN 106.3, the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And at John Levine Action and Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the completely baked, uncomfortable, and kind of stinky Intracoastal. Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. He is my radio life partner, and he runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. And Wednesday means... She is here. She is still flying high after David Ortiz was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame over the weekend. She is the Dominican Queen. It is Jeanette Javier. Was that a top 10 moment in your life, Jeanette? I wouldn't say top 10 because it was expected. Like, it's just about time it happened. But it was great to watch. Uh, We were actually having the conversation. Is, is, Is there anybody like David Ortiz where he's just universally liked? No. Like there, there's not like he, he's just a big, lovable, huggable teddy bear. And like I said, except for the guy that shot him right in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And there's another story we can talk off air about that whole thing. But well, probably like Stone was saying, it probably involved that guy's wife, allegedly. Yeah, 100%. It yeah. was a drug lord's wife. So yeah, I read him the articles. Yeah. Or when you're David Ortiz, hey, mm-hmm. you take your chances. You're David Ortiz. Yeah. Who doesn't love you? Yeah. There was like a 50-50 chance the guy would shoot him or give him a hug. Not in the DR. You're more likely <laughs> to get DR. shot than given a hug. Not, they don't give a hug. Not in the DR. But uh, in terms of like representation for the Dominican Republic, he's mm-hmm. in the top of not only being one of the greatest players, but being, as you said, one of the most lovable. Well, speaking of lovable, football. Football! Every single NFL training camp is now open. On Twitter, at Ari Marov, he tweets, and he is one of the the biggest news breakers in all of sports on Twitter, football is back. You read all of the reporters today, day one of training camp practices throughout the NFL, football is back. You have... These electrifying press conference moments. I want you to listen to how Mike McDaniel opened the proceedings in Miami Gardens today. Mike McDaniel, brand new, fresh out of the box. Dolphins head coach who was wearing his Yeezys and they looked sick. This is Mike McDaniel, new Dolphins head coach, talking about his team and how they are looking day one of practice in Miami Gardens. This group in particular, um, 
I, I was very excited about how they came back um, in terms of uh, uh, mission-oriented, day-to-day operation, getting better, um, but a thirst, a competitiveness, um, and a, they're fully understanding uh, how much they owe uh, their teammates, the organization, the fans, um, and they're owning it, and um, I, I can feel the energy, and it should be good today. Oh, I can feel the energy. Every team is 0-0. Zero and zero. Hope springs eternal. Mike McDaniel getting the competitive juices flowing. Can't wait to see his revolutionary experimental offense maximizing Tua, the speedsters in Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, the sure hands of Mike Kosicki. Jeanette, let's bleepin' Go. He slipped in a nugget there that I'm going to use forever, I think. And we talk about coaches talk, coaches speaking, using the same words. He said that uh, I think these guys realize how much they owe their teammates. That's well said. That's lovely. I just wanted to slip that in there. It's Mike McDaniel coming in with something new. I don't, I don't, I don't owe you anything. I feel like yeah, yeah, yes, you us, as teammates we do owe no, each other a lot. I, I don't and if owe we you can a understand thing. how much you owe me and how much I owe you, Jeanette, then I think you know we're a better team. I feel like that that phrase is just as cliche as anything else. Really? In that. Yeah, absolutely. You can probably pull that out, pull that out in any good coaches speak book. As a player, it got it's me probably going, in like chapter two or three, not one. No, that's but chapter it's, like it's fourteen. It's definitely in it's the. It's definitely book. in the front part of the 100%. book. hundred percent. Oh god. But but Mike McDaniel, that's a man who has an understanding <laughs> of his team. I, I feel good. I am ready for the two approve myself tour. I'm ready for. The Tyreek Hill take it to the house tour. I'm ready for the deep playoff run. Cheetah, cheetah. We will see you in the desert. We'll see you in Glendale. The Dolphins tour (laughs) begins now. Super Bowl bound. I feel great what about it. What did you just say? I feel great about it. Best no, team in, you did best not. Best team in Florida? Best team in Florida. Not Sorry, in Florida. Tommy. Oh Sorry, gosh. Tommy. Head to the back. Ooh, I got Julio Y'all Jones. Later, Julio Jones. He's in a walker Y'all out on that field. This? Sorry, old man. Yeah, we, got Muhammad. Uh, we got Muhammad Sanu. Uh, you got, you oh, got wow. two guys Two guys earning <laughs> social security in Tampa that are going to be throwing, uh, throwing the football to one another. Forget that. I can't. I'll Wait to fill up this cup of water with your tears oh, throughout man. the season. Oh, I man. will be here my tears of joy with yeah. my Tom Brady jersey every Wednesday because of a win. And then y'all will be here crying. I'll be like, oh, how did Tua do? Mm-hmm. Oh, interceptions. What a what a time for fans. We're all undefeated mm-hmm. right oh, now. Oh my God. I feel great. I feel y'all cocky. Are yeah. On one. I feel good. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be oh, we're God. gonna be penguin waddling in the end zone. <laughs> There's going to be burn marks on the field from Tyreek. Let's go. Now, the only pesky problem is there's still this entire training camp and preseason schedule thing to go before they actually start playing games. And y'all already like this. Well, this is where I argue the claim that football is back. Because any of these guys at any time during the course of the summer could put on some cleats go to a non-sanctioned football facility and run routes. Tua did it with Tyree Kill. Uh, Deshaun Watson brought his boys to the Bahamas. What they did there, I don't know. Oh, gosh. But any quarterback that is any quarterback was already hooking up with his wide receivers. Uh, well, that was the, the wrong phrase because just, if you're if you're the Browns <laughs> you quarterback, you're trying it. to with uh, with massage therapist. Sorry, 
that he's working with his wide receivers. Yeah, they're getting hands on. Uh huh. They're they're getting hands on in a legal way, Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no he can do this. So I I don't I don't think that football is back. Football is not back. Training camp does not mean football is back. I am saying this as someone who for five, count them, five, five, five years, uh, I covered the Dolphins on a daily basis, every day, to Davey, around the team, in the locker room, talking with the players, talking with the coaches, reporting news. Training camp isn't football. Training camp is a long, hot death march. You know what football is? Football is... The opening night of the season, September 8th. It's Bills, it's Rams, it's kicking off. That's the start of football. But I see reporters, I see beat writers, I see coaches, I see players all declaring football is back because they're at training camp. For me at this point in my life, I don't have time to sit down on the daily and look at who is going to fill out the linebacker depth chart. Who's going to earn a special team's position and get on the roster? Who am I going to prognosticate is going to be the third string corner on the right side a week into camp? Who could it be? Who could it be? You know what? Me at 38 years old, maybe that was a younger Ken Levicka task. Not any longer. I have kids to raise. I have kids to feed. I have jobs to do. Okay? I have I have tasks. Miserable. I have I I have to be an adult. I can't pay attention to those things any longer. You know what I don't also have time for is seven on seven work. I don't have time for Love that. Love me some Skelly. I don't have time for eleven on eleven non pad work. Mm-hmm. Okay? Keep them up. You don't know what I have time stay for? Stay off the ground. Stay I, off the ground. I have time for NBC, <laughs> September eighth, Bills Rams opening night that's what I have time for I'll let the 53 man become the 53 man I'll let Mike McDaniel put together the roster and the depth chart and I'll be ready to go when they are playing games where there's going to be a tally in the W column or a tally in the L column or a tally in the tie column I hate it I hate it football is back September 8th it is not back right now I hate it you know what it takes to get to Glendale it takes knowing what that third string corner is. All right, this it guy, takes knowing Jeanette, that Gardner Minshew. This, this guy, I can see it right now. I can see his 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 head right now. It, in it, it's a meatball, and it's just, it's just simmering. Terrible. It's simmering. The football meatball is simmering. And in the one heat of those right disgusting now. meatballs that get like really ge- greasy and just like slobber everywhere. Uh, yeah. Another thing too, your meatball should not be like hard on the outside. Oh, never. If you're a place and you, you go to a place and they have meatballs and it's hard on the outside, that's not a good meatball. Throw it away. Yeah. yeah. I, think, um, I think it's... But football meatball loves training camp and this is... He... Football's been back for him for definitely the last 36 hours. Yeah, no doubt. You know, when I know football's back, it's when I see the social media, the team's social media is posting the videos of the guys walking into the building, you know, like holding their different things, get slow-mo videos of them getting so out of their Lamborghinis. In. So then moving in yeah. is football back for you. Not even practicing yet, but moving in, that's mm-hmm. football back for you. That is 100% football's back like, for me. I-, I looked, and so my timeline is just littered with various beat writers from various teams, mm-hmm. and I saw a Jets beat writer, label a completion in seven-on-seven work. These guys are not wearing pads today. From Zach Wilson to a third-string tight end, (laughs) and this beat writer tweeted, impressive. Stop. There is nothing... Stop. There is nothing impressive 
about the first 20 minutes, let alone the first two weeks of training camp. No. <laughs> Stop it. That's a little excessive. You know, he's probably trying to get his stuff off, but at the no, same time. No, but according time, to you, impressive. so football is bad. Yeah, but Woo! see, you know when I'm watching some of those Skelly and those seven-on-seven drills, you know, where's this timing at? How's it looking? How's his footwork? You know, when's, his, when, when's he's releasing on some of these routes? You got to, you know, you got to. See what's going on. You got to see what's going on with Zach Wilson. Don't need to hobby. How, how's Garrett Wilson looking coming out of the break on these deeper routes? You know, they didn't they didn't do a lot of the underneath stuff at Ohio State. You know, it all comes into effect here. I already want to blast my face <laughs> into the terrible. table. So for me, football starts when I have to start building my fantasy football team. Oh, or so fantasy football is your indicator. Fantasy football nice. means that now it's time to care about what's going on in the field. I love it. That's when football season starts for me. I didn't even think about that. Because I don't play a lot of fantasy football because, again, adult ADHD, I can't pay attention to fantasy football. Like Come I on. said, it's literally once a week. You know what I mean? When I, I, I could set an alarm. Basketball, I get. Basketball hey, and baseball. I'm but. willing to be coached up. Like we said, we're going to have our own show fantasy league. We're yeah. going to have a show fantasy league. It's going to take money to get in because we're ballers. We're big ballers. Woo! I mean, take I've money. made money here before. Not just a small amount of money, exactly. Like, we're talking to get in, like, at least $50. That's bare minimum. Let's roll. I'll Let's bring it in minimum. pennies. I'm bringing him pennies. No, we don't do none of that. <laughs> yeah, we cash. do. The, the week, the week. if you beat me during the season, if you bring it in $50 in pen, uh, pennies, I'll let you hit me in the stung, stomach if you beat me in our, our fantasy football battle. Yeah. You heard this? This is on the record. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to know why we're a man show. Yeah. And we do man things like hit each other with coins, no, packs full no, of coins. No doubt. Fantasy football. <laughs> no, doubt. Fantasy, <laughs> no doubt. Of course we do. Fantasy football is back, though, Jeanette. We just decided recently, you know, who our commissioner was going to be this year. Like, we're getting the draft dates all situated. When we no, can no, take no, no, off, no, no. we it's do it in person. when you start getting into the tiers. When you start getting into the tiers, when you have to figure out your draft. Once you get That's the- what's going on right now. I just said that. We're deciding what draft, you know, is coming oh. up. And everyone's kind of doing their own independent research. So, so yeah. fantasy football. Fantasy football is here that's that's my indication well just back. just like kyler murray's just like kyler murray's clause in his contract it's the independent study time yep. that's what you're doing independent study time for fantasy football mm. um so so it's for me football is not back football and, and i don't know if it's just because training camp broke me and it is so boring and it is so hot and it is it is just give me a pillow and a blanket and it's nap time Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Just because training camp is underway, I refuse to say football is back. I'm sorry. All these guys got on a field in the offseason, were running routes and doing the same things they're doing right now. Okay. They're not pads right now. Maybe shells. Maybe shells. Definitely not pads right now at this point of training camp. Stone, though, he said the dude's bring out their boxes from their car to go to, to go to the dorm for training camp. That's football. Football is back at that time. When they're stepping out of their Ferrari, or uh, if you could look at Russell oh, Wilson, woo! Russell Wilson's car. What is that car that he drove it? Because it is it is the size of a military tank. Yeah, it's. It, uh, did he drive a tank to Broncos training camp? It's like a Hobbs and Shaw, the kind of the Rock and Fast and Furious. <laughs> like you can shoot a missile at that thing, and yeah. it's not even scratched. It looks so ridiculous. Russell Wilson standing in front of his automobile, he looks ridiculous, okay? I'm happy that you guys are including the word cheesy in this conversation because that's usually where you guys yeah, go. It's kind of the coolest thing he's ever done. Yeah, it actually oh, this- is kind of cool. Look at that. Look at the look at his yeah, car. Find out what, what a car that is. And if you could, Stone, tweet out the photo of Russell Wilson getting out of his military tank that's at a, training camp today. That's a zaddy move right that there. That is a total zaddy you know, move. I, how you that's what guys- happens. You drive that when you're, uh, when you're getting it with the Ciara. How are you guys greenlighting this when this is what I'm talking about? This is how I know football's back. When you hop out of the Tonka <laughs> truck. When a truck. human no. who throws a football 
steps out of a car. That's when you know. <laughs> because he does that in the off season too. So in the off season, is football back love, in the off season too? I love the things that get Stone's juices flowing. And it's the mere look of a quarterback getting out of a badass military mm-hmm. tank to walk into training camp. Football Which he does is back. every day in his life. I know. I know. But Jeanette, Jeanette says that football is back when – it's time to study for fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. And that's coming up. So your football is about to be back. Stone's football has been back, and my football is not going to be there until I see the Bills and Rams kick off officially on September 8th. For you, for you, when is the NFL back? When is the NFL officially back for you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. For you, when is the NFL back? Is it when you bust out the fantasy football forecast for the first time? Is it at your fantasy draft? Is it when you see Aaron Rodgers looking like Nicolas Cage and Con Air getting out of his car and walking into Green Bay Packers camp? Is it seeing uh, Zach Wilson throw it to a third-string tight end for the very first time? Is it seeing the first beat writer tweet, the first play-by-play seven-on-seven tweet on your timeline in training camp? For you, when does the NFL start? For you, when is the NFL officially back? 888-760-3776, 760-3776 and tweeted us at KLV1063. And I want to make it clear, it's not that I'm not excited that training camp has started because I like the feeling that training camp is there, okay? But Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, he's doing up-downs with his team first day of conditioning today. That doesn't exactly get me revved up. Doesn't exactly get me going. Did I see it? Did I think it was interesting? Sure. Does that mean football is back? No. Because I also envision Dan Campbell in the offseason downing 17 cups of Starbucks coffee and then doing up-downs in his living room or in his backyard or on a bed of nails. So this is no yes. different. Yes. This is no different than any other day of the offseason for me. Like Nothing changes here. I need to see competitive football. I need to see Hitting, I need to see a game being played where there is an official win-loss or tie that's going to be registered for me to say that the NFL is back. I don't have the time for the rest of this stuff. None for me. I need a, I need a mixture of the both. Like, I see that football is back. Like, I see a little bit of what you're saying, Stone, yeah. but I need, I need the reality of football, too. I need the analytics. I need the stats. I don't need the third string dude in whatever position yeah, to show up. Impressive. Because honestly, like he does he doesn't matter to what my fantasy team needs. So I need the both like cool. It's fun that football's back. It's fun. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yet. It only matters at this point until my fantasy football team is See, here. See, like this on Sports Center right now. Commanders start practices today in Ashburn, Virginia. ESPN's FPI. Eight and nine projected win loss this season with a thirty-seven percent chance of making the playoffs. Just give me the hammer and blast it into my temple. It doesn't make sense. But I, I, I cannot do that I mean, because it sense, what it's going to be is just prognostication every day, every day, every day. Predictions every day, every day. How I, like yesterday, Greenberg before us was handicapping how every division was going to finish. Meanwhile, 
You've got players carrying boxes into their temporary apartments for training camp, and we're going through full breakdowns, not knowing what any roster is, not knowing what the complete product is going to be in week one of the NFL, and we're handicapping divisions before anyone sets foot on a training camp field. Why? Why? Yeah, they, remember, they were rate, ranking, you know, most intriguing teams. Like, like what I, does that even mean? You can just come up with anything you want. That, that really point. is so broad and meant for people, meatballs like you. Just to get their stuff By off. the way, speaking of meatballs, the commanders don't have last names on the back of their practice jerseys. They have commanders. All of them have commanders yeah. because they're a team. Because they're about, they're about that this year. They're coming with that 37% chance to make the playoffs. You, they, they, they're so desperate for good publicity <laughs> oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. For sure. Can you mention up-downs? And it kind of struck a chord with me because Uh-oh. I think it made me realize why I'm so excited right now. Because You want to do some up-downs? No, because no, absolutely not. Complete opposite. Because as a player, training camp is the most brutal thing in the entire world. It sucks so bad. So I think now that I'm out of it and able to watch You're it from You're seeing it from a distance? Yeah. Seeing them do up-downs... I, I think I just multiplies my excitement. I'm like, oh, you guys go. Get them, get them, get them. And I don't have to do any of that stuff anymore because these players don't have a life. There's no contacting their wife and their kids. It's basically you're deployed at this random college dorm room. Did he just did he just I'm compare to going to training away. camp to being deployed? You can contact your wife and kids from training camp, Stone. Yeah, well, you're not, not really. Overseas you're in not a, in a whole different country. Yeah, the commanders are in Ashburn, family. Virginia with just commanders. Oh they don't have names God. anymore. They have numbers. He literally just compared to being deployed. You're Commander 7. This is the... the I, I have... There is nothing that has been said... Oh that God. is more of an indictment on someone who believes that the NFL is back when guys move into their training camp dorms than what Stone just said. And I'm, I'm going to be oversensitive about it because my sister, she's in the Air Force, got her papers that she's going to be deployed to Saudi Arabia in October. But, but don't worry. Don't worry. The Dolphins <laughs> at training camp oh, in Miami yeah. Gardens is like being deployed and don't they can't worry. contact their wife and I kids. I won't be able to talk to my sister for I don't know how long. She's not making millions of dollars and she's in a whole different war zone. But same thing as training camp. You know, you got the front line. You got the second line. Oh, you guys are going Jesus out first. <laughs> you know, it's just super similar. Oh, my God. throw. I, the, I am looking at the, the, pl- the, the part of your body back, above your neck right now. And it is browning in the oven. It could not be more meatball right now. Could not be more football meatball. I can't believe meatball. you literally said that. Deployed. The NFL training players camp. have been deployed to training camp. Zero dark 30 for these folks. Okay? I wish my sister was going to training my camp compared to Saudi goodness, Arabia. Stone. Unbelievable. When <laughs> the most And Stone's not the only one. I guarantee you there are plenty of not only fans but coaches and players that are comparing being in battle with the NFL training camp to being in the military I today. Will fight I guarantee every you. Single one of them. I guarantee you it's happening. I guarantee you it's happening. Hell, Russell Wilson showed up to camp in what appears to be a military vehicle. That boy has no idea what uh, to do with a Glock in the first place. He's cosplaying. I, he's cosplaying Sierra at training probably camp. probably knows how to handle a gun more than Russell does. <laughs> when does the NFL season begin for you? Because Stone's already in midseason mode. Yesterday, the NFL began for him. His guys were moving in, and he's already making military comparisons. 
When Jeanette breaks open the fantasy football study book, that's when football begins for her, for me. Wake me up when it's September 8th and we have the NFL opening kickoff, okay? And you're lucky I'm not just saying, hey, September the 11th, Sunday against the Patriots. Dolphins, Patriots. That's when the NFL opens for me. I'm at least throwing a bone to the opening game of the season. For you, when does the NFL officially begin? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. We take your tweets and your calls when we come back. Also, yeah, it is always time for NFL quarterback rankings. It was ESPN last week. The Athletic is doing it. And if you think that all NFL coaches are smart, well, I got news for you. We got our answer about that. And the answer to that is no. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Wait, is he just completely taking over the show now? Friday Night Lights is playing the CBS NFL theme. And do you see him, Jeanette? His eyes are closed. Not going to lie, though, I haven't heard it in such a long time. It is kind of sexy. Oh, God. It's nice to hear it after such a long break. I'm, I'm, I'm with Stone on this. Stone just had like an out-of-body experience. Oh, yeah. it, that it is, was too much? It's day one of training camp practice. Would you guys relax? Do I need to toss cold water on you both? This is ridiculous. Did Jeanette mention sexy? Take a cold shower. It is sexy. I think, yeah, I mean, Russ Wilson looked the best I've ever seen him look, hopping out of that whip. And I don't like the guy. Do we know what the car is? It didn't say. Let's just Google Russell Wilson's car. I'm on it. Okay. Jeanette's on Russell Wilson automobile research duty. Um, I want to read a couple of quotes from Dolphins training camp, okay? (laughs) Just to show you how ridiculous training camp is, especially full day one of training camp. This is Cameron Wolf on Twitter. Xavier Howard on not being in the top 10 or 90-plus overall rating in Madden. Quote, I'm always used to the disrespect. They always disrespect the guys from Miami. It just adds more fuel to the fire. End quote. That's right. When the Dolphins are in Glendale, it'll be Xavier Howard. Disrespect over his Madden rating that has helped lead the charge. Training camp, baby. There's that, nothing like it. That just kind of brought me back a few steps. Uh-oh, you know, a reporter. You no, no, no. I don't mean reliving. I mean, like, my, less excited now. Like the, the fact that the reporters on the field, like, man, did you see you were well, 87 and Madden? You think about it. Come on. Xavier Howard is a top five corner in the NFL. For sure. And these are the things <laughs> that he latches onto for chip on shoulder. I tell you what, man, NFL players, especially corners, are rare breeds because they will cling to anything as disrespect to motivate them. But it's why I was critical of Tyreek Hill even bringing Zach Wilson into the conversation when he was asked about why he chose the Dolphins over the Jets. And he said, hey, Zach Wilson's a dog, but I wanted to play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Even that, it's an innocuous comment, 
But don't you think that Zach Wilson or anyone in that Jets locker room hears that, they latch onto it, and that's something that comes back. Even if It's not going to be directly related to anything the Jets and Dolphins do head-to-head, but that's something that they're going to latch onto for potential motivation because that's just how NFL players work. Yeah. I mean, two is super sensitive to that stuff. Two is going to go 21 of 38 with a 64% completion percentage. And it's going to be Jets fans in the replies. This is your most accurate quarterback. Like, it's all, it's all scripted. Also, too, see if this will bring you back a little bit. Marcel Louis Jacques, our buddy, ESPN, covers the Dolphins, talking with Tua. Tua on his critics, quote, I don't know them. If I can't hear you, if you're not in my circle, you must not be that important. Oh my End gosh, quote. that's so corny. That, that, that's so cheesy. That's, my girlfriends say that. That's awful. Oh, when we go out, okay? That is nothing. My girlfriends that, say that when like, we go out. Uh, wow. Are you really inspired by that? That really showed you something about Tua's character? That's the worst one I've heard yet, to be honest with you. It does. that is keep your friends closer, enemies closer, If you uh, keep a tight circle. I mean, that, that, Haters going to hate. Come that, on, Ken. That is funny that, that it, Jeanette's, Jeanette's girls say that before they go out on a Saturday night. They take a couple of, uh, what are we taking shots of here? Uh, Rumplements? I don't know. Ew, we have class and elegance. <laughs> couple of car bombs. Oh, my God, Jaeger. No, absolutely. Absolutely not. Heck no. So you take a couple of Jaeger bombs, and then your girls oh like, you're, I could just see your girls like, I don't know. If I can't hear you, if you're not in my circle, it must not be important. And then Jeanette goes, that's right, girl. That's right, girl. Let's and then they go, go the out Uber's to the here. Ave. Yeah, yeah. Uber's here. Let's go. Let's go to the Ave. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly how it, my life is. It's a direct comparison. It's well done from Jeanette, and that's awful from Tua. Uh, Come on. Jason McCourty was on Good Morning Football. He's now with NFL Network now that his NFL career has come new and end. He was talking about his expectations for Tua, former teammate of Tua's with the Dolphins for a split second, so memorable that I don't remember one singular second of it. Uh, but this was Jason McCourty about why he thinks Tua's going to get after it this season. What do you think he's feeling about all this yeah, praise? I, I like Will's take with your, the, the blind date, but I look at it as it's the new girlfriend, and you're just getting with her, and things are great. It's the infatuation stage, so you're going to continue to hype the person up. Kyle, you on the road. You said it. Yes. Your girlfriend was at home. She was fired up with yes. those comments being said. Yeah. How it ends, you never know. But like you just said, I was with Tua down there last year in Miami, and it's annoying. It was annoying for him to continue to hear the Deshaun Watson trade rumors and training camp at the trade deadline, just continuing to hear it. Heck, he started his career off battling with Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's been so many times about the other guy. So for him, I think he's eating this up. He loves it. Mm-hmm. It's about him. It probably reminds him of his Alabama days. Mm. All about him. Tyreek Hill's bigging him up. And he's, I'm sure he's saying some of these things because he's accurately throwing the ball down there throughout minicamp. Mm-hmm. For the first time, two was getting love. For the first time, Two is getting love. Even though there's criticism, there's not another guy. There's not another quarterback. There's no Ryan Fitzpatrick complaining about, oh, I was blindsided by the change at quarterback, even though it was made really clear to me that I was the placeholder for Tua Tungavailoa. There's no rumors about trading for a quarterback that can't stop touching allegedly massage therapists. There's finally just Tua and Tyreek and Jalen and Mike, and Mike, and that entire crew. Honestly, I think that makes an awful lot of sense. Tua is in the best position to succeed this year, not just because he has the weapons, but because there's not the other guy. And I think that 
that is significant. Yeah, he needs to step up. He definitely has an opportunity to show the leader he is and that he can actually make a couple completed passes. I'm excited for you guys, but do I think he's going to be the hype that y'all are making him out to be? Absolutely not. When does the NFL season begin for you? Officially, when does the NFL season begin for you? Jeanette, when she cracks open the fantasy football research for the first time, that's when the NFL season begins for her. For Stone, it started as soon as he saw an NFL player bust out a box and walk into the temporary dorm at training camp on his television. <laughs> With a Sharpie that has office on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the box yeah. yeah, or a variety pack of the chips. Oh, staple office you know, snack. Like that yes, the rookie's got to bring in. Uh-huh. Like, oh, what's he got bringing into his dorm room? I'm really you, interested. You better show up. Is that a real thing that like the rookies always brought food? Yeah. That's awesome. For sure. Well, is. what is in the variety pack? It's like Cheetos yeah, and Bunyan's. Doritos. Doritos. Cool Ranch Not, is a good Cool one. Ranch and Nacho Cheese probably. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, of yeah. course, you know, ugh, Fritos are in there at the bottom. That, you Disgusting. Know, the Fritos. But yeah, that, that's <laughs> the, Give me the trash to Ken. <laughs> that, that, that is the rookie's job, though. It's like they bring the snacks for, I'm sure they're get dorming or in rooming mm-hmm. with a, a four-year veteran and, and they're gonna bring snacks do you judge the rookie based on the snacks he brings? because like there's oh yeah if you show up with some fake stupid gummy bears yeah compared to haribo gummy bears yeah like there's there's a thing you gotta it, do there's a yeah, line the fruit smileys like yeah that'll be talked about in the meeting room <laughs> okay for sure because that's exactly what i would do like uh-uh turn around mm-hmm. and get me some real things we grown men we deserve real snacks but uh, i do i i do not consider the NFL back until the Bills and Rams kick it off September 8th at prime time. For you, when does the NFL season officially begin? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, I suppose that for Cowboys fans, the season officially begins when we start debating whether or not Mike McCarthy is going to get fired. And that's already begun. It's been on NFL Network. It's been on SportsCenter this morning. It has been Evan Cohen's talking point with his first of two today at 11.55. And, oh, yeah, here's Joe and Jupiter on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Joe? What's up, y'all? Thanks for taking my call. I'll explain how we're in a win-win situation in a minute after I explain to you when the season started for me. A magical few days ago when I heard and read that the Cowboy charter plane landed safely in Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> All the team players were on board. No suspensions, no injuries. No holdouts. The coaching staff. Yeah. No holdouts, no nothing. Everybody's completely healthy. Dak is feeling better than he ever has. And then yesterday at noon, I had to work my schedule around from 12 Eastern to about 1.30, like I do every year if I can. And listen to every second of the Jerry Jones press conference. <laughs> We're on our way to the Super Bowl, is what he says every year. So, oh, man. you know, well, and en- he's running out of time. Enjoy those moments of joy because they're going to soon dissipate after the first regular season versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, boy. Well, it's week one. Right. Week one. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's, that ain't happening. But uh, that's because you're, you're, you're in our place this year. You're in our place. We'll see, though. Whatever. We'll see. Whatever. And you, I'm, I'm not worried about I'm not worried about Julio Jones either. He's 90, so we're good. But um, 90. No, it'll so be a tough, my quarterback, but whatever. It, it, it'll be a tough game. It, it'll be it's a tough first couple of games. But at least we're at home. I agree with you on that. But then I'll tell you why we're in a win-win. Either either we're going to go to the NFC Championship game at least, or we don't have Mike McCarthy next year, and we got Sean Payton next year. So I want us to go as far as we can. But if we don't, at least we get a better coach in Sean Payton. That's. So that's how I feel like we're kind of that's, in a win-win situation. That's very optimistic of you, Joe. I like, I appreciate that. Hope springs well, eternal with the Cowboys, and I suppose it better after you haven't won a Super Bowl in 25 years. Appreciate the call, Joe. 
Uh, when does the NFL officially start for you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. On social media, we have uh, an awful lot of input here about when the NFL season begins. And uh, Jeanette, I will say I'm really impressed with yours because it did not occur to me that you are definitely not the only one who thinks that the football season starts in conjunction with your your fantasy football draft. But yours isn't even the draft. Yours is when you're starting to study up for the draft. Absolutely. Like I said, when you put your tiers together, when you figure out who you want at one, two, three. You run a, run a few mock exactly. drafts. A couple mock drafts. That's right. That's well, right. That, no, that's a real thing. Now, especially no since we're going to throw 50 in the pot. Oh, you! I'm gonna bring my A game. Some mock drafts up and down. Let's go. I got some homework to do. Uh, Chuck Kenyon tweets: Week one is when the NFL starts. I'm totally with you, Coach. I am completely with you. Uh, Aaron Albers says: Regular season kickoff. I don't care about the preseason. Osmataz he tweets: The night before week one. So the Wednesday, the, now, the Wednesday before the I, season I begins. I get it. Is there like a concert that evening or something? There's like, a special dinner made. You know, your wife knows her husband's excited, makes him his favorite dish. What is he? What are you talking about? I can tell you're not married. That does not happen in any scenario. There is no <laughs> wife who makes their husband a special dish the night before the NFL season begins. I need, more, pa- I need begins. more paper to throw at Stone. Ooh, come what on. are you, you even talking about? Saying. Come on, Vivi. He wants his favorite dish before that, that week one. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you are just making things up right now. <laughs> NFL Eve does not mean that a one, what a piggish thing to say, and two, there is nobody that celebrates NFL Eve. No, I was going to go with the fact that you mentally prepare. I guess when it comes to relationships, you set the expectation like, hey, babe, season is starting. This is the schedule. This is what I'm up to because Sundays we're busy, point blank, yeah. except for random games. But I do not. <laughs> well, what's his set, name? I do not buy specific ingredients to set up and make my favorite dish for the <laughs> upcoming game. I love that Stone is equating NFL Eve to like Christmas Eve. Like Christmas Eve, you sit Feast down with a dishes. big ham. Yeah, a, a big ham in front of you. Let me get the big pork if right. you're Latin. Right, right. Get the, yeah, yeah, exactly. The lechon. Like, yeah, the le- but yeah. the stinking baby got to go. Get all the family around. Maybe open a gift or two. NFL Eve, Stone's like, oh, yeah, pork casserole. And just playing this. Instead of, like, holiday songs, the holidays, like the CBS opener, then yeah. the NBC. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then the Carrie Underwood. Yeah, yeah. Here's Stone. <laughs> gather around. Gather around, family. <laughs> gather around, kids. It's time now for the ceremonial singing of the NFL on CBS theme. Everybody gather around. Let's sit down around the table. Yep. Stone, could you play the NFL on CBS theme, oh. please? Gather around, everybody. It's the ceremonial singing. Here, you want a piece of pork? Here you go. Tomorrow night, it's the, the Bills and the Rams. Don't forget the pre-meal prayer. And a one, two, three. Football! 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 There's like a tree, and yeah. on top of it is They're Roger all Goodell. They're holding hands. Yeah, <laughs> Goodell is the tree topper. <laughs> Football! 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 Everybody goes to bed hearing tales of Brett Favre I just throwing see, it in a triple you know team. You know those football cakes that you see at Publix or the cupcake oh, ones with the yeah. designs? I just see Stone snatching up all of them the day before, <laughs> getting the balloons, 
getting lanyards and whatnot. What's his name on social media that replied that? Because I'm, I, I appreciate you, buddy. I went to bat for you. I tried my hardest, but you know, football leaves. I guess uh, not a holiday. I get it, but not <laughs> to the level where I'm gonna be like, "Hey, babe, can you make my favorite dish? Football's on tomorrow." And the way you I said would. it, though, Stone, where you're like, "Just oh, you heard that." Uh, 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 she would love to make a my wife, favorite dish. A, well, your favorite dish is English muffin pizzas. It's not hard. <laughs> that's that's a, a, a pure accusation. Jeanette, stop laughing. Uh, it's that not like we're talking it. about a four-course meal here, okay? Oh, my gosh. Um, but, Let a man uh, show up and make me English muffin pizza <laughs> the night before a football game. You're crazy? No. I mean, that, that's, hey, that's how I know it's time. Hey, babe, I made you some snacks for your the season of not, not even in the, of start the start of the year. versus Cowboys. The Right before the season starts, where there's nothing going on, nothing going on. It's a Wednesday night. There's no game. Let's celebrate the a opening special uh, dinner. Kickoff with some English muffin pizzas, babe. <laughs> That's it, right there. Pizza me, babe. That's what Jets and Giants fans probably do. <laughs> um, Ryan Lynch tweets Hard Knocks episode one. That's his start to the football season. That's yeah. not bad. Who's on Hard Knocks this year? Who cares? Well, no, nah, because I'll watch it. It wasn't the Browns, was it? It's not the Browns. Is it the That'd Jaguars? Too much sense. Is it the Lions? Oh, it might be the Lions. I think it's Dan Campbell. I think and the we're Campbell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That way we can see his lifestyle and what kind of things he does to maintain that energy. My guess is caffeinated. Yeah, caffeinated. Okay. I don't want to say anything else. Legal or illegal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what exactly are we discussing here? Um, Brad says after the fantasy football draft is when the NFL season begins. Uh, Smoot tweets, week one coming out of halftime. The Dolphins are down 10-3 to with 78 total yards of offense. <laughs> That's his official start of the NFL well. season. That and is a it's winner. It's unfortunately accurate. Here yes. you go. Yep. And then <laughs> That's it. Encino Scotty tweets the Hall of Fame game. I mean, yeah, that's when most people will tune into their first game again, of the season. Give me a, a real game. Like, maybe I'll tune into that, but give me a real game where it's going to matter. So, like, I don't understand the Hall of Fame game. Like, Starters are not going to play typically the Hall of Fame game unless you have a coach that really isn't sure about the the position battle, the yeah. quarterback battle. So, so you bring up an interesting point there because are we going to see Deshaun Watson in the preseason games? Because I think then at that point we have to tune in. No, if a decision comes down before the preseason games, he's not playing. There's no reason for him to play. I he's done. He I mean, he. I'm, I think he'd be eligible, but why? What's the point? Yeah. There's absolutely no point. Um, and we're going to see Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold get a lot of preseason reps. I think we're going to tune into that. Or I mean, I will. Yeah, I, the quarterback <laughs> battle between Mayfield and I will and not be tuning into that. Maybe oh, yeah. you will. Yeah. I'll, I am not I'll, tuning I'll, into oh, that. Yeah. I'll do full. That's the headline <laughs> we're all going to be waiting for. Oh, I'll do full breakdowns the day after. I can't you wait. You and Theo right, can fine. sit in the corner and enjoy yourself. Yeah, fine. You know what? Fine. Do it. I don't care. If you want to get your your meatball on, okay, I think and you want to break to down that. after every preseason game, Darnold versus Mayfield, you get two minutes after every Panthers preseason game. I don't know who they're playing. I don't know when they're playing. I don't care. But fine, you get two minutes, okay? Love it. You're a valuable contributor to the show. I think it's going to be terrible radio, but you've earned it, okay? What was your quote about from Mike McDaniel about uh, doing it for your teammates or, or owing your teammates or whatever? Yeah, I think the – players know how much they owe their teammates at this point and that's what stands out to me okay there i owe you two minutes then on sam darnold versus baker mayfield i love it okay i love it and then you get nothing else during the football season 
at all, especially your NFL Eve dinner. What the hell? Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and the leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. When we return, yep, we have more quarterback rankings, but this is getting a little bit ridiculous. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Training camp is in session. The Dolphins are done with practice for the day. Your home for the Miami Dolphins is here on ESPN 106.3. Wednesday, Ken LaVica Live. I'm that guy, Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. Still in the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. We got to put the finishing touches on our fantasy football plan. Because I'm sure we're doing something with the station, right? But I want to do something with the show as well. Because I don't think the station's going to have money involved. Like, we need real American big boy currency involved in this one. I'll put some Dominican currency in there, too. Are you afraid? <laughs> no, I don't think that that's a great idea. I'll put it all. <laughs> that's how confident I am. I legit, I'll put some Dominican currency in there as well. Some okay, great. I'll awesome. put some pesos in Okay, there. perfect. Yeah, I mean, money on both leagues. There's going to be money on every league that I participate in, so at least, or at least I'll vote for that. But yeah, yeah, I don't think you're going to get that in the ESPN West Palm League. I think you'll get that in this league. But let's make us more make ours that life. a big baller league. Like huh? we we mean like mortgages, rent mortgages. Like is that what we're playing for? I will play for your mortgage Put and my... take your house, <laughs> and I will live my imagine? best American dream that way. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Vivi. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, that would be not funny. Uh, all right. Nope. So, so the, 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 the big topic of conversation about quarterbacks over the last couple of weeks was Lamar Jackson, right? Uh, whether or not he's a top 10 quarterback, the ESPN article came out, the survey of fellow coaches players, scouts in the NFL, a survey, and they left Lamar Jackson out of the top 10 quarterbacks. Instead, Deshaun Watson was in there. Instead, Dak Prescott was in there. Instead, Matt Stafford was in there. Names like that who we all identified as potentially maybe should be usurped by Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But The Athletic now has come out with their version of the quarterback rankings. It of is course. their tiers of quarterbacks, not tiers as in, <laughs> but tiers as in T-I-E-R-S, tiers of quarterbacks, one through four. Tier one, unanimous selection, Aaron Rodgers. No surprise there. He is listed as the top quarterback in the NFL. Jeanette's Tom Brady, he is tier one, mm-hmm. obviously. Yummy, okay. Yummy. My issue isn't so much with where the quarterbacks are with this tier. And in case you're wondering, Tua was tier four. Okay, fine. I, I, I can't argue with it because he has had nothing around him or in front of him to help the cause. You can't really evaluate the guy. This is the evaluation year. Okay? Are there only four tiers? Yes. Okay. So he's in the bottom tier. Um, you taking fantasy football notes there? But I mean, it, I don't think he's any higher than tier four. It's not where these, 
these people are, where they're ranked in this athletic piece. It's some of the things that have been said by voters that have contributed to this athletic piece. Okay? Okay. So who's voting on this? The results reflect voting from 50 NFL coaches and executives, including six general managers, eight head coaches, 10 evaluators, uh, evaluators, 12 coordinators, six quarterback coaches, and seven execs whose specialties include analytics, game management, and the salary cap. The remaining ballot was put together by four members of one team's personnel department. Okay? So there are brain, there are evaluators, there are coaches, there are brains involved in this. Okay? These are football people who have helped put this together. I want to read you an evaluation of Patrick Mahomes from a voter, okay? Quote, we love Mahomes because of his unorthodox throws, not because of his natural pocket presence, end quote, this voter said. And when that disappears, that's when the Chiefs lose games. I don't think that that makes him a tier one. I think that's tier two. Nothing against the guy. I love Mahomes, but take his first read away, and what does he do? He runs, he scrambles, and he plays street ball, end quote. Trying to act like that is a bad thing. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best on-the-fly creators the game has ever seen. He's made a career out of improving his way to... Three AFC Championship games. Two Super Bowls, including a championship. An overtime throw from going back to the Super Bowl this past season. And one of these voters, one of these NFL brains is going to sit here and act like Patrick Mahomes' ability to improvise makes him nothing short of elite, makes him diminished makes him lesser than who are these people and it goes to show that we make fun of meatball fans and it's very easy to make observations and say oh this guy's good this guy sucks but honestly I think that there are a number of people that listen to this show that listen to ESPN 106.3 that listen to sports talk radio as a whole that have an IQ and even a football IQ that supersedes even those who are brains of the NFL. Because you know what that is? That is embarrassing, completely mindless, pointless, stupid analysis. And it went to print. I guarantee he's gone, whoever that guy is. Well, I guarantee you that guy is hoping he never becomes anything other than anonymous. Like, that, that is dumbass talk. And I wonder, and I think when it comes to these polls, that people should, it shouldn't be anonymous just to build credibility or not. Or lose it. Or lose it. it. But that's the point of it. Like, if you're going to say something as ridiculous as that, who are you? Uh, Listen to Ryan Clark, by the way. Ryan Clark was on first take and, and he went off on even the fact that that quote showed up in this athletic piece about Patrick Mahomes. And he said it much better than I did. Here's Ryan Clark. He's an MVP. He's a Super Bowl MVP. What tier do you want him to be on? Why all of a sudden do we have to be sitting statues in the pocket in the Model S quarterback that stands there and stares down the barrel and throws the football, makes all the correct reads, has the perfect 
anticipation. Last I checked, it was about results, period. Not about the way it looked, not about the way it sounded, not about the way it felt. It was about the results. And he's saying, oh, when you take that read away, that's when you lose game? Hell, they barely lose games. <laughs> so what do you say? If it's that easy, if it is that easy, you know what? All we got to do is take away Patrick Mahomes' first read, and then he doesn't know how to play anymore, and he's not a one, and that's when they lose. Well, dude, they barely <laughs> lose. So clearly, either you can't do it, or it works well enough for him to be a one. Like, come on, man. Like, either... And I don't want to disparage the, the, the article that was written, written or the writer, right, or the reporter. But period, we got to start looking at these quotes and saying, you know what? That's stupid. I'm not going to print that. <laughs> I just think, and Mike Sando is who wrote this for The Athletic. I, I wonder if Mike Sando is putting that type of quote in there. On purpose just for us to react to it or mm-hmm. Ryan Clark to react to it or me to react to it. Because, again, my issue is not where the quarterbacks are here. Is Patrick Mahomes Aaron Rodgers? No, in my mind he is not. But it is not luck when you go to four AFC title games, you come a possession away from beating Tom Brady, you come a possession away in overtime from beating the Bengals, you win back-to-back AFC titles, you win a Super Bowl, you fall in another Super Bowl. That's not luck. That's not because you improvise too much. It's because you're the damn man. They are Super Bowl favorites at the beginning of every Every single year. year. Every single year. I would put my money up on them every single game. You know what this means? Every single year. the, the, The NFL is full of people that think they know more than everybody else. What a coward to put it under anonymous. Well, too. and that's the thing too. Other than that, yeah. It, it, it. What I am appreciative though, because it just proves to me what I already know is that in the NFL, there are so many people who think they're the smartest person in the room. They think that they know something. They have an edge. They're more intelligent to this person. It makes them sound smart. If, oh, Patrick Mahomes, look what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Talk about a flaw in Patrick Mahomes because I I see it. Nobody else does, but I see it. I'm superior, and that's what gets you fired. Football is not difficult. Mm-mm. It's not a difficult sport. Is it complicated at times from an execution standpoint? Maybe, but it's very basic in how you move the ball, in how you score points, in how you succeed. Tried and true over the generations different ways to succeed, but it's a very basic game. And when you start overthinking it, when you start trying to pinpoint flaws that aren't actually there because you think they're smarter than somebody else, you sound like a dumbass like this person who contributed to this athletic piece about Patrick Mahomes. A few things here. Uh, Clearly, he's of the age of over 60 years old. He's an analyst guy. Has to be. There's no way that a new generation offensive mind is saying that about Patrick Mahomes. Bingo. Because all that shows is that, you know, you don't follow or you don't care about the analytics side of things. And that'll prove prove some of that wrong. There's a stat that I was told in college that 15% (laughs) of touchdown passes inside the 20-yard line are thrown from inside the pocket. Got it. Yeah, because the field is shorter. And yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna have to improvise because you're gonna there's there's less room to run a route 
and you're going to have to get out of the pocket. So it's it, it's hilarious because if, if you don't know that stat and you're inside a building like that where analytics are just thrown out from interns and it's just spoken about all the time, it was the thing brought up in our meeting room all the time. Anytime we threw a touchdown in the red zone, we would go over mm-hmm. and our percentages were damn near 85 is what they should be. So 85% of touchdown passes in the red zone are thrown from outside the pocket. So that, that statement's just wrong right there with numbers. You talk about football's not complicated. Numbers are always in front of your face. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw balls from inside the pocket if you ever watch anything he does. Execution can be tricky because there are great athletes on that field. But as far as game plans and as far as how to succeed, it's pretty tried and true in football. You do this, you win. You do this, you lose. And when you have a superior talent and you're trying to find ways to diminish said talent like you're smarter than his team or other people in the league who view him as a superior talent, you're the one who likely loses your job first. Mm-hmm. There's more in here. By the way, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3 WUUB Jupiter. Uh, when we come back, uh, we there are two other instances of ridiculous quotes from this athletic piece I want to cover. And also, Jeanette needs our help. Because Jeanette, for whatever reason, is having a tough time with sleepy time. And so yes. I want to help her. Thank you. And I want the community to come together for Jeanette. Oh She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.